Hi, and welcome to the Global Travel Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Collins, who, with my expert guests, will take you on a weekly journey to destinations around the globe, providing travel inspiration, itinerary ideas, practical tips, and more to help you plan your next travel adventure. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Episode 7 of the Global Travel Planning Podcast. So what happens when you travel and realize when you come home that you actually want to move and live in another country? Well, my guest this week, Karen, did exactly that. She came home with her husband, Matt, to the UK and decided that actually she wanted to move abroad. So now Karen is actually helping other people through her podcast and website with their plans to move abroad. Let's introduce Karen and find out a little bit about what she does. Hi, Karen. Hey Tracy, thanks for having me. Um, Yes, I moved from Hampshire in the UK over to Brisbane about nine years ago with Matt and our three kids who were aged five and under at the time, so it was a little bit crazy. Um, So now I run a website called Smart Steps to Australia, which I created really to help support and encourage families to follow their big dreams of moving across the world to Australia, because I know how challenging and exciting and crazy the whole experience can be. Um, And then I've recently just created a podcast called New Life in Australia as well. So I've just launched that to try and share some of people's stories and share some tips and hopefully help people feel less alone while they're on this adventure. Brilliant. And and, um, I feature in a couple of those episodes as well, explaining (laughs) my own move to Australia with my husband, Doug, and and our daughter as well, because obviously we have done the same thing. We we made the, the, the move from the UK to Australia as well. You do, and you've got so many great insights into that as well. It's been really, really helpful chatting to you and hearing all about your mindset shifts of making the move and moving around Australia. Oh, thank you. So obviously we all have our own different kind of reasons and motivations for leaving the country that we have grown up in. Um, So what made you decide to move from the UK to Australia? Oh, that's a a long kind of question that took quite a bit of time to to go through. But um, when um, I was growing up, I always wanted to go traveling. And it was always something that was really important to me. And then when I met Matt, I was actually in the process of organizing a backpacking trip and saving up to go traveling. And um, I told him, actually, we couldn't date because I was about to go off around the world and I didn't want a relationship. <laughs> and luckily, yeah. we actually also really wanted to go traveling too. And the more we talked, we realized that we shared a lot of the same interests in traveling. Um, specifically, we're a bit obsessed with beaches. So we both really wanted to go and see the world's best speeches so then obviously we ended up getting together and we ended up deciding to go off around the world together traveling so yeah we we did that in 2008 um always liked the idea of living in another country somewhere sunny and tropical we got married and then we went on a five-week caribbean cruise so that was really fun and exciting and it really sort of got us looking forward for more travel adventures that we were going to go off and do. So we went off in 2008 around the world with this mission of discovering the world's best beaches. Um, We went island hopping for three months in the South Pacific. We travelled around New Zealand, Australia, Thailand, the Maldives, so many amazing places. And while we were travelling, we both kind of felt that there was a really good chance that we might fall in love with one of these destinations and want to move there permanently or for a long, longer time. 
Um, so we were kind of scoping out places while we were on our travels and we thought actually it would be New Zealand we would probably end up falling really in love with. And we did fall in love with New Zealand, but we just ended up feeling like it was quite cold and we actually wanted a much warmer climate. So the cold weather is something that I don't like. So that kind of drew us to Australia and we really enjoyed our travels around Australia. We we toured the East Coast and the West Coast um, and we really could see our future there. We we kind of felt like that was going to be our, our next steps. When we got back to England, we'd start looking at the process of moving. But actually, when we got back to the UK, we were expecting twins. So that actually changed our plans a little bit and, and made us pause with our decision to move because having kids just changes everything a little bit. And we'd got both of our families in the UK and it, we felt it was going to be really, really difficult to, to kind of make that move. But the yeah, idea... Yeah. Australia had never really left us. So we kept kind of thinking about it. What was it about Australia in particular that you kind of fell in love with? Oh, so much. I mean, obviously the weather. We really, really love the the hot weather. Um, we love the wildlife. We love the oceans, the beaches, the open space, the bigger houses. And we, we just kind of felt like there were so many opportunities there. And we knew when we were traveling that we wanted to have kids. So we just felt like there were going to be so many opportunities there for our kids as well. But yeah, the weather was a huge draw, the sunshine, and we just love the tropical kind of lifestyles. So that was what really drew us to Queensland. I was going to say that, so you hence you didn't move to Tasmania. You actually <laughs> Tasmania looks beautiful, just like New Zealand's beautiful. <laughs> I'd like to go on holiday, but no. Oh, Tasmania is fabulous. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I totally love Tasmania. But I guess when it comes to choosing where you're going to relocate to, and we did, I must admit, we, we looked at Melbourne briefly. Um, and what actually was the decider for us, I guess, is exactly the same as you're coming back to, is actually we wanted good weather we wanted good all year round weather uh, because I kind of grew up um, not all the time in the UK I did, did live abroad and I lived in a warmer climate and I was used to having an outdoor lifestyle and I was very keen um, for our daughter to also have the experience of you know just having that outdoor outdoor lifestyle she's mega into sports and um, and actually it's been perfect for her she's she's been here six years now and absolutely loves it she's now Australian as we are lives with an Australian her partner so she she absolutely adores it and I'm guessing for your kids as well it's been a fantastic move yeah so we were talking about this in the car the other day actually when I knew that I was having this podcast interview and I was saying to the kids our kids now are 11 and uh, 14 almost just coming up to 14 in a couple of weeks so our twins are coming up to 14 um and I was talking to them about what what it is that they love about living in Australia um they just said everything they just love it they love the sunshine they love the space they couldn't imagine like they loved going back to visit the UK and they love seeing friends and family but they just couldn't imagine living there now that they've got the lifestyle here and they were just saying having a swimming pool in your backyard just is just amazing to be able to just go out in the sunshine and yeah, and, and wildlife, we just had some koalas in the tree at school this week with a baby koala, oh, wow. and it just, you can't beat those kind of amazing experiences. So, yeah, they, they yeah, were here. So, you, it, did it take you a while? So, how old were the twins when you actually moved over? Because I know you, after the twins, you had another baby. Yeah, yeah. So, our twins were four when we moved over, almost five, and the other baby was two. So, it was... Yeah, it took us a while. We we originally went back and we were sure we were going to move. Then we changed our mind when we had the kids and thought we'll we'll stay because it was so hard to take them away from their grandparents. 
Um, and then as time kind of went on, the idea of Australia never quite left our minds. We kept kind of thinking, what are we going to do? Because there has to be more to life than just pay your mortgage, stay at, go get a job, kind of do all of those everyday things. But it just felt like there was so much more out there waiting for us. So we decided after about five years to just finally make a decision and we went on a holiday and we said during this holiday we will decide exactly what we're going to do are we going to move somewhere different in the UK are we going to move to Canada which was another random idea we had but again too cold (laughs) um are we going to move to Australia what are we going to do we we needed to kind of make that decision once and for all and either do it or let it go because it was just always there in the background so going on that holiday really really helped us it really focused our mind and we just we made that that pact that during that week away we were going to know by the end of it what we were going to do so we did that and then the final day of the holiday we woke up and we both said we need to move to Australia so that's what we did perfect and obviously it, it's not as straightforward and simple as make you make the decision but obviously there's a lot to think about um because obviously you do need a visa to be able to to move over. So I guess obviously that that came into play. Matt or yourself, one of you obviously had the ability to apply for a visa at that time. Yes, we did, and we were we were lucky, um, and we also had challenges around that as well. Because when we were travelling, we had already looked into the idea of a visa, and we'd kind of been aware that that there was a visa available to us, a permanent residency visa that would allow us to move anywhere in Australia. Um, we kind of took that for granted that that was there and we went away on this holiday, made the decision we were going to move and then we came back to our home and the first day I was like, right, I'm going to get straight onto it. I'm going to start applying for this visa and I went online and saw that Matt's occupation of an avionics technician was being removed from the skills list that exact week. So like the timing could not have been worse and it was really heartbreaking briefly because I think we'd decided we'd been debating for so long about whether to make the move and then we were so sure it was the right move when we decided um to find that there was a chance we might not be able to was quite heartbreaking um so that spent the next few weeks after that really just researching and trying to find out what the options were available to us and trying to find migration agents that could help us along the way um and it involved kind of speaking to a lot of people that where I'd done a lot of research myself and, and there were times that I actually knew more than the people I was speaking to on the phone. So that was really frustrating because I was being given kind of some incorrect advice and led down different pathways. And I was being told by some people we absolutely had no chance of a visa and other people saying that certain states still required that skill, which I'd researched already and didn't believe that was the case. And it just took a lot of um, focused attention and determination to really understand what the options were. And But I think we were so determined that nothing would have got in the way at that point. We, um, like, I looked into options of whether I was going to retrain or do a top-up course to kind of take my experience to a, a different level that would allow me to apply. Um in the end, we managed to find out that Matt's qualifications and experience also crossed another occupation. So we were able to find an agent that was able to help us apply under a, an electrical engineering occupation instead, because his skills all, all kind of crossed those boundaries, which was really lucky. But yeah, it was 
it, it took a while. Um, I think we were very lucky a few years ago when we were making the move nine years ago that things were moving fairly quickly. So I think we went from making the decision we were going to move in the June, July time to actually having the visa in our hand by March the following year. So obviously you've got lots of steps involved in your visa. You've got to apply for it. You've got to get your skills assessed. You might have to do your English language test and all of that stuff and medicals and things. So there's definitely a lot of hurdles along the way to get through. Um, It's definitely much more than just deciding you're going to make the move. Um, But yeah, we were really focused on it because we knew we we had those skills um, and we were hoping that it was all going to come together. And luckily it all did in the end. Yeah, I remember the, the the path that we took in applying for the visa and going through for the skills assessment because I applied as a secondary school teacher um, and having to do the English test and failing the English test, which went down hilariously with everybody at my work. <laughs> you failed it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I failed it. I failed it. I had to get um, I had to get an eights across the board, and I think I got nines and then a seven point five for the written aspect, the essay, which was quite strange considering the fact I got a, at that point I still have a master's degree. Um, I'm also a teacher, I was a teacher, and I wrote essays and reports at work all of the time. However, I had forgotten how to write a, obviously, a persuasive essay. So actually, my daughter, who at that point was doing her final exams in school, coached me on how to write a persuasive essay. So I had to go back and do it again. So next time I got nines across the board. But it was it went down rather hilariously with everybody at work, but also added to the cost, though, because obviously I had to do the test again. Um, and it was a bit embarrassing. But I'm not embarrassed about it but now because I kind of go you know it was just part of that process and then waiting oh honestly yeah and I because of my age because I was about to turn 45 I had to get the maximum amount of points so I had to do the test um it was totally worth it and obviously you know we've been here over six years now and are are Australian citizens um so I kind of know what's involved in that process so you have to be kind of really focused and committed and and that you want to do it but for you what was the easiest part of moving once you got the visa and you knew you were going to come what was the easiest part of it ironically I think the easiest part was also the hardest part if that makes any sense at all but like making the decision to move to Australia felt really hard for a really long time but when we just set ourselves a goal of we're going away for one week we're going to look at all the pros and cons we're going to figure it out and make a decision um, and looked at everything really logically so we were kind of scoring all of our options against one another as to what what offered us the best opportunities where could we afford the sort of home we wanted where could we get the jobs we wanted where where gave us the kind of lifestyle we wanted and when you kind of put it all together and also looked at where your heart was telling you to go as well it was really really easy to just say well of course it's Australia because that is we were kind of almost trying to look for ways not to have to go, if that makes sense, because we knew it was going to be hard saying goodbye to everybody. So we kind of wanted another solution to be better because it would have been a lot easier. But as you know, then just hard things are, are worth doing. So it was definitely the right decision to to make the move to Australia. Um, yeah. I think so. No, I, I totally understand what you said because that's, that's the thing. You've made that decision. So the decision for you to go is kind of, easy in a way because you that's what your heart set on but you also know and this is the hard thing that you're going to believe in people behind that you care about I left a job which I 
loved, absolutely loved my job in the UK. And I'd been doing that job for a long time and, and loved the people I worked with. In fact, it took me a week to have my notice in and I cried when I handed my notice in uh, because it was so hard. But um, I've been lucky enough to have gone back multiple times in the last six years, which is really great. Um, and you do, once you get over here, and I do say this to people, it's like, it's different from when you do long-term travel to when you actually physically are moving lock, stock and barrel to live in another country in that those first six months are going to be the most difficult and the most challenging. You had the additional, I think, stress of obviously bringing the kids with you and having to settle them down, but they weren't at school yet, I guess, so that made things slightly easier. They were just about to start school. So we were feeling a bit of time pressure because we really wanted to get over to Australia before they started school in the UK because I knew it would get a little bit harder when they were really forming those tight friendships. Um, So we just finished um, sort of the um, preschool in the UK um, in the June time and then we came out in the September and then they started school in Australia in the October, sorry, in the January, but we were able to get them in the kindy that fed into the school in the October. So they were able to kind of make some friends just before they started prep, which really helped them transition as well. But yeah, about what you were saying about bursting into tears, I would just, even though I knew what we were doing was the right thing and we wanted to do it, I'd just burst into tears all the time. I'd be like picking the kids up from school and I'd just be seeing another mum chatting and I'd just burst into tears or sort of saying goodbye to a teacher at kindy or something. I'd just burst into tears at at the drop of a hat because it was just... it was difficult and it was challenging to do and you're so full of emotion as you're going through it or like it's just a really unusual experience but yeah it's just putting one foot in front of the other and getting on with it and then getting over here and in some ways having the kids I thought it would make it harder and it it made things harder like shopping for things because running around the shops with three kids under five was utter chaos but um in terms of meeting people it really helped because you met other mums at the at the daycare and at the school gates and things like that which really helped and then there were clubs and things you could join and I think meeting parents in parks and things we made friends with just local people just through meeting in the parks and it really did help us actually transition as well and also it took our minds off thinking about being homesick or worrying about what we'd left behind because everything was so busy in that first few months because we were setting up our homes, finding schools, finding houses, transferring driving licenses, just setting all those things up. Um, So it really kept us busy having the kids to focus on. Um, and it, it Did Matt have a job to come to when he, when he arrived or did he come and then find jobs here? So that was actually one of the big reasons why we chose Brisbane was work opportunities here because um, Matt works at the airport and in the UK he used to work on military helicopters. So he hadn't worked on commercial planes before um, at an airport and he also wasn't going to be able to work on military aircraft here because we weren't citizens yet um, because you require that citizenship to be able to get approval to work work in military kind of aircraft here so it definitely posed a few challenges for us but we had some friends who'd moved over to Brisbane already from his old work and and she'd actually established herself at the airport and got a great job here and and um, was able to get his CV in front of the team there and he actually worked there from about four weeks after we arrived so that was really really lucky he kind of just sort of settled in there um 
and and got a temporary job initially that eventually led on to a contract position and then went on to a permanent position. So we didn't have jobs when we moved. We moved just taking that risk and hoping it was all going to come together. But we did have a work contact, which definitely helped because I know some industries in Australia, it can definitely be easier if you know people over here um, or if you have connections that you've been able to make online ahead of the move. Um, I'm sort of self-employed freelancer on my own websites and things. So I knew that whatever happened, I could be flexible um, and, and sort of find opportunities while he was getting settled as well. So it definitely uh, was a little bit stressful moving without anything confirmed, but we, we did it anyway. And now, so nine years later, you said, and you've been here for nine years, is that right? Yeah, he's still with the same company. He loves it. He's really settled in his job. So it's, yeah, it worked out really well. That's perfect. So so nine years later, you settled and now you provide information resources to help others make the move, don't you? So Cam, could you talk a little bit more in detail about what it is that you do and how people can find you? Yes, yeah, so I run a website called smartstepstoaustralia.com, which has got lots of articles and advice and information about moving to Australia and living in Australia, because when you live here, there's lots of things to, to get your head around and navigate as well. Um, and also about traveling in Australia, because I love to travel around this beautiful country as well. Um, you'll find a link as well on Smart Steps to Australia to my Move to Australia directory, where you can find migration and relocation services all brought together in one place to make things easier for you and I've got a free move to Australia Facebook community where you can join and connect with other families who are making the move which I think is so valuable to be able to connect with people Um, and I've got my new life in Australia podcast as well. Perfect so lots and lots of resources so I will be uh, linking to those in the show notes which I will share that link in a moment Uh, but Karen one last question I have to ask you what is the number one tip you would share with someone considering emigrating to Australia? I think it would be find a community of people who are doing it as well because everything's so much easier when you've got support from other people who are going through the same thing that you're going through so now with sort of Facebook groups and forums there's so many opportunities to connect with people online who are moving Uh, we were really lucky to meet up with a family that we met through an online forum we met them in England just before we moved over here and we moved over within a week of each other and we live within sort of a 10 minute drive of each other now and we're really close friends and we were able to be each other's support network when we got here so I think it really helps just to surround yourself with people who get why you're doing what you're doing because not everybody understands why you want to leave things behind moving to Australia isn't for everybody and if people are happy where they live and they're really settled and they love their life back in their home country then they're not necessarily going to understand and be able to support you in your move and you're following your dreams so I think it just really helps when you've got other people behind you that that get why you're doing it and that can help you celebrate as you go go along the different stages of the journey as well. That's uh, perfect. Great advice, Karen. Absolutely perfect advice. Uh, Having been through the process myself, I know how important that is. Um, So if you are considering a move to Australia, uh, definitely pop over and join Karen's free Facebook group for that, join that community and you can uh, have chat to other people who are going through the same thing and check out all her resources as well. Thanks, Karen, so much for coming on this episode of the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's been great fun. So you can find a link to all of 
Karen's uh, different resources, her Facebook group, her podcast website, up this episode show notes at tracystravelsintime.com forward slash episode seven. That just leaves me to say until next week's episode, happy global travel planning.